In the next seven minutes or so, we look back on a week that saw Sabina Higgins dragged into a row over the war in Ukraine, the funeral of Lord David Trimble, Nancy Pelosi visiting Taiwan to China's annoyance, and Love Island finally announcing its winners. This is the Standout 7 from the Smart 7, and don't forget to hit the follow button to get daily updates at 7am. The U.S. has now officially declared monkeypox a public health emergency. They joined the World Health Organization in recognising that the disease continues to spread at alarming levels. Ireland had its first official case in May, but that number has risen steadily and is currently at 97 cases. Campaigners are calling for a HSE vaccination programme to be rolled out urgently, as Stephen O'Hare, Executive Director of HIV Ireland, explained to RTE News. Well, vaccination rollout hasn't started yet, but the government is currently putting a vaccination plan in place. Last week we had the opportunity to be briefed by the Minister and Department officials and a commitment has been made to roll out a vaccination programme as soon as possible. We would like to see that commence urgently. A vaccination programme would see those deemed to be at high risk getting two doses of a smallpox vaccine 28 days apart. There are still concerns though that supplies of vaccine remain low and Sinn Féin's health spokesperson David Cullinan says the HSE response has been too slow. I want to see a plan that's about vaccination on the one hand but also about surveillance and monitoring of this disease as we go forward and we obviously have to keep this under control and one of the ways to do that is to keep surveillance uh, as part of a strategy. Tuesday saw the controversy continue over First Lady Sabina Higgins' letter last week to the Irish Times, calling for both Ukraine and Russia to engage in peace negotiations to end the war. On Monday, the President had issued a statement saying that he strongly condemned the illegal evasion of Ukraine, but it wasn't enough to make the issue go away. Mrs Higgins then had to release a statement saying she was dismayed at the criticism she'd received and that her letter was written in a personal capacity. It's after the Russian ambassador to Ireland, Yuri Filatov, praised her letter, saying it made sense. Minister of State at the Department of Enterprise, Robert Troy, spoke about the issue on RTE Radio 1 on Tuesday afternoon. It is a worry that the Russian ambassador welcomed uh, the intervention that she made and it is a worry that that letter ended up on uh, the official website. A number of other government TDs and senators have also voiced their dissatisfaction with the letter, with some calling for a presidential apology on Twitter. Paul Murphy, TD for People Before Profit, says the Ferrari is just a chance for the government parties to wrap the president on the knuckles for previous statements on other issues. This supposed controversy is really an attempt to get back at Michael D. Higgins for things that he has previously said that have nothing whatsoever to do with Ukraine. I think, for example, that the government and their supporters were stung by the criticisms that Michael D. Higgins made in relation to the housing crisis. Monday saw the funeral of Lord Trimble take place in County Antrim. It was a packed event with Taoiseach Micheál Martin, Acting British Prime Minister Boris Johnson, President Michael D. Higgins, Bertie Ahern and many more attending. They gathered to honour the former First Minister and Nobel Peace Prize winner who died last week after a short illness. The celebrant, the very Reverend Dr Charles McMullen, paid tribute to Lord Trimble and took advantage of the moment to plead for a return to power sharing in the Northern Ireland Assembly. Can we use this service today? 
in a fitting tribute to one of the great to redouble our efforts on this island home of ours. May our politicians engage wholeheartedly in resolving the outstanding issues surrounding the Northern Ireland Protocol so that our democratic institutions are quickly restored. Also paying tribute was former UK Prime Minister Sir Tony Blair, who spoke to the BBC's Good Morning Ulster. I think what's important is that people understand the character it took to withstand all the criticism that he got, the threats against his, his own life that were made in times where people search for a genuine example of political leadership, I think is, is a very good example. I, I never lost respect or admiration for what he was doing and the tremendous courage that it took to do it. U.S. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi made a surprise visit to Taiwan on Tuesday in a major show of support for the island, which views itself as an independent state despite the threat of possible retaliation from China, who claims Taiwan as its territory. In a meeting with the Taiwanese President Tsai Ing-wen on Tuesday, Pelosi called Taiwan an island of resilience. The people of Taiwan have proven to the world that with hope, courage and determination, it is possible to build a peaceful and prosperous future. But her visit comes at a time of relations between the US and China are already fraught. The Taiwan Defence Ministry accused Chinese military exercises of encroaching on the island's territory in response to Pelosi's visit. And Chinese Communist Party spokesperson Victor Gao says there will be further consequences. China is fully prepared to take actions starting from today whenever her plane enters into the space of Taiwan. Still to come on the Smart 7 Ireland edition, Love Island crowns its winners and Will Smith finally gets around to that apology. Right after this. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be, to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back. Her arrest at a Moscow airport made headlines back in February and on Thursday a Russian court sentenced US basketball star Brittany Griner to nine years in jail on drugs charges. The Phoenix Mercury player had travelled to Moscow to play in the Russian Premier League during the WNBA off-season but was detained upon arrival after she was allegedly found to be in possession of cannabis oil. Addressing the court ahead of the verdict, Brittany apologised to her family and appealed to the judge for leniency. I made an honest mistake and I hope that in your ruling that it doesn't end my life here. 
Many feel she's being used as a political pawn by Russia at a time of rising tensions with the US and have thought her conviction could lead to a prisoner swap between the two countries. In response to the verdict, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said the US will do all it can to help Britney return. Russia is wrongfully detaining Britney. She never should have had to endure a trial in the first place. Under President Biden's direction, the U.S. government continues to work aggressively, pursuing every avenue to bring home Brittany. It seems like the Will Smith-Chris Rock Oscar slap is never going to go away. Friday saw Will sitting in what looked like his therapist's office address the moment that shook the Oscars for the first time. He answered questions from fans and explained in a memorable line that his central trauma is disappointing other people. Anyway, he also found time to properly say sorry to Chris. So I will, I will say to you, Chris, I apologize to you. My behavior was unacceptable and I'm here whenever you're ready to talk. Savaday and Ekansu have been crowned Love Island winners after eight weeks of grafting, making connections and a little crawling. The couple survived the ordeal in the luxury Majorcan villa to win the £50,000 prize. The Monday night final, hosted by Laura Whitmore, saw Gemma Owen and Luca Bish, who actually does sell fish, crowned runners-up. But it was the Italian stallion and the Turkish delight who topped the public vote. At the end of the show, ITV took the opportunity to announce the return of Big Brother for 2023. Here's Davidey and and Sue speaking to their fan, I mean fans, following the result. I can't believe it. I think everyone's winners in here. And yeah. I just feel really lucky We're to be here. We're all four great couples. But yeah, thank you for everyone. Thank you for everyone. Literally, for going on our journey with us. It means so much. Grazie a tutti for voting us. We love you. Ti amo. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back Monday morning at 7am. Have yourselves a great weekend. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.